On the last episode of Gene crosses over to the other side, he has reincarnated and entered into a new life on planet Thebes. He had some remnants of his past coming with him. There were flashbacks of his scary, criminal past. He starts as a baby, in care of his new Thebian parents. From here on, he is a boy named Norman and his journey had just begun. As his mother came over to hold him until he fell asleep, the flashbacks returned and he began to cry. His mother came back to him and said, Hush now, you are safe. She rocked him until he fell asleep. Then, Jean's spirit guide appeared, smiling at him. I'll be nearby, don't think you're alone. Now that Jean reincarnated into this world, he was given a mission, but he soon forgot all about his assignment. Surely, he had to pay some debt from his previous life as a criminal. His perception of life was transformed. His parents and the new people he will meet during the course of his lifetime began. On the planet Thebes, it was a much more advanced life to live than it was on Earth. The people on planet Thebes, each have a gemstone on their forehead. It was developed during the fetus stage and it helped develop their psychic powers such as mind projection, telepathy and teleportation. The people try not to overuse their their gem psychic powers as it will drain their spiritual energy. Their great knowledge of science and technology helped them produce newer technologies, indistinguishable from magic. Life seemed to be quite peaceful, a thought, he had some tiny flashbacks about his past. He was given a new name and identity. He was called Norman, and he now resided in a cleaner, middle-class environment. As the years went by, Norman, was adjusting to life on the Thebian world. At age 8, he was going to school in level 3 collegiate. On planet Thebes, education is highly regarded in the technology and science field. Studying and learning was a breeze. With their advanced technologies, they have these small headsets and these nodes would attach to their temples and it loaded tons of information into their brains. Each class time took five minutes. At recess, the kids would play with the hovering tetherball game. Norman loved playing this game. He was having so much fun until a bully came and took his spot. Norman didn't like that and he told him to stop it. The bully turned to him and showshined the light with his gemstone, almost blinding him. Buzz off, rudderless. And he pushed him to the ground. The kids all around saw what happening, as a crowd began to form. The kids were shouting, fight, fight. It was right then and there, Norman, suddenly had a flashback of somebody on earth, who looked like a thug. Looking down on him smirking. The image took shape over the bully. As he looked up at him, with shock, as though he recognized him. Someone from his past life on Earth, who was an enemy. He yelled at him, you. Immediately, 
Norman suddenly became enraged and leapt forward, tackling the bully, throwing fists wildly at him. The bully was crying and blocking, begging him to stop. Norman. That's enough. Said, one of the teachers on duty as she stepped in and pulled him off of the boy. He did not know what just happened. Norman just looked at his hands in amazement. As he saw the bully's nose bleeding, being taken into the school, he was sent straight to the principal's office. While waiting, Norman was pondering, what just happened? Did I get out of control? He couldn't remember a single thing during the incident. Then the principal entered the room, shaking his head, looking at him with concern. He sat down at the edge of his desk. All right Norman, I was just looking in your record and we've noticed you've gotten into many fights in school. Do you have a problem with the children or is it something we need to talk to your parents about? Norman was looking down, embarrassed. He slowly raised his head and replied, No, I'm alright, you don't need to talk with my parents. The principal looked at him with concern, Is there really any problems? What were you thinking, you nearly beat him to a pulp. What caused you to snap? Norman looked down again, in embarrassment, for a few seconds and he responded, It's like, I was possessed or something, I just blacked out. The principal said, well you need to control your anger, from here on forward. Aunt. Until the end of the week, you will have detention and anger management class, do you understand? Young man. There will be no more fighting, you are dismissed. Norman nodded and left the office. When he came home, he felt angry and confused. He wondered to himself, why he'd gotten aggressive. So he came to talk with his parents and wanted to know what is going on? His parent looked at each other, concerned and they asked him, What do you ask, son? Did something happen at school? Norman nodded his head, he told them about the fight at school. At recess, some dumb kid, stepped in front of me and took my turn in a game of hoverball. Suddenly, I blacked out and when I came to, I saw myself attacking him, frantically. His parents sighed, Norman, this has got to stop, you will really get yourself hurt, we really don't know why you behave like this. Norman wanted them to check inside of his head using their Thebian psychic abilities. His parents refused to do that because they were not trained for this approach. So they brought him to speak with his uncle, Morpheus. Later, they booked an appointment with him. When the day came, they arrived at the clinic and they met up with the therapist, Dr. Allen and with him, were his aides. They brought Norman to the treatment room and laid him on a bed, in a dim lit room. Then, Dr. Allen told him to relax and breath slowly, through the nose. As he did that, Norman began, to relax. 
Dr. Alan sat cross-legged and closed his eyes, his purple gemstone began to light up and his eyes began to go white. Dr. Allen began to perform his work on Norman as he had damn audio recording device on record. Dr. Allen began swinging his pendulum until the young man fell in a trance. After a few minutes of silence Dr. Allen asked him, What is your name? Norman was silent for about 10 seconds and he answered, The name's Jean. Doctor, tell me a bit about yourself, Jean. I lived on Earth. It looked similar to your planet. Now, I was kind of a big deal in my gang. Doctor, what was your role? Gene, I was the project manager, for heists and other crimes. Doctor, what led you to this kind of lifestyle? Gene, I didn't have a happy, normal family life. Life was tough, when I was growing up. My dad left us before I could barely speak and my mother, helped us get food on the table, selling herself and also getting paid in drugs. Doctor, so in your youth, you hardly learned to stay out of trouble? Gene, absolutely. I honestly believed that I could do whatever I wanted. The reason for this was because, I had no role model, to teach me about right from wrong. I became too attached to my earthly reality that I became too arrogant to listen to anybody. I still have some guilt for my actions. I lied, I cheated and I stole, from my family, my friends and my business associates. I beat up people, I was in and out of jail 12 times. I spent 7 years in prison for a big robbery. All that time before I reached 30 years old. I was a crook I had too many enemies. All I did was look out for number one. Doctor, so can you tell us how did you die? He was silent for a minute, then he began to speak. Gene, well, some acquaintance of mine or so I thought, invited me to a dinner after my organization had been in a truce with another enemy corporations. This truce lasted for two years. But when I was invited to their dinner, hosted by our enemies, I just had a bad feeling about this. However, my allies reassured me that nothing was going to happen, but what I could remember Chief, was smiling at me and he approached me to hand me a drink. I looked at him as he smiled, showing his gold front tooth. I stared at him smiling at me with his sinister look in his eyes. Hey, Jean. You okay? I nodded at him, showing my acknowledgement, and he continued, drink up and celebrate with me, friend. Then he laughed. I shrugged if off afterwards and I consumed the beverage. As he saw me gulping my drink, a chilling smile appeared in his face. He tipped his hat and whistled away. I stared at him until he left the hall. I became paranoid, but I shook it off. After the night was over, I did have a good time, but it wasn't until I woke up the next morning. I felt a painful, burning sensation in my chest. Doctor, what were you suffering from? Jean, I believe it was going through cardiac arrest. An associate, got me to the hospital in the nick of time. The doctors asked me and they rushed me into the operating room. When they checked my blood, 
they found a substance in it and it turned out to be a toxin from a certain poisonous plant. That's when it was too late. When they realized my organs were shutting down, one after the another, they put me on life support, doctor, tell us what you saw in your last hour of your life. He became silent for about a minute. Jean, there I was, in the hospital, in my room, I wasn't able to process what I was seeing. First, my past relatives came to sit next to me. I said, Grandpa, Uncle Rod? What are you doing here? But they kept smiling and they just told me, everything is going to be alright. But suddenly, to my right, I saw this bright light, it formed into a shape of a man, spoke to me. Don't be afraid, I need you to come with me. I sat up, in a state of awe. There was an immense light beamed from behind him and as I blinked my eyes, I saw my lifeless body, but I was standing right beside it. Then the bright man informed that I had just died and I had to come with him. He pulled out his hand, I got so scared, I ran away. I ran, denying the face that I died, I waited time at a bar. It was no use after some time being stubborn, I eventually came with him. I held his his hand and we walked into the light and we went through this glassy, color-beaming tunnel. Doctor, how did it make you feel? Jean, it was so magnificent, the feeling of being in there made me feel like I wanted to stay inside. There was love, there was unconditional love. Afterwards, we met up with the Council of Elders. Doctor, tell me about them, who are they? Jean, these people lived so many lives, they were wise and they took up this position some time ago. There are five of them, and they will give a life review. They are all telepathic and beautiful, glowing in appearance. They were of different races and cultures. So, my spirit guide brought me to them and he stood behind me, letting the council work with me. Doctor, were you nervous? What were they like? Jean, at first, I was so nervous, after a life of crime, I knew it was going to be a bumpy ride. But they were calm, and they spoke to me telepathically. Doctor what did they sound like? Jean, they sounded, soothing and they showed unconditional love. After I watched my life review, I was so beaten up. I, literally felt everything I had said and done to everyone in my life. But, they helped me relax, they thought it would be best to give another life, a go. This time, my mission was to live in service to others. To spread love and forgiveness and increase my consciousness. So I chose to reincarnate here on planet Thebes. Doctor, incredible. We'll have to end it here. He said as he snapped his fingers. Then Jean went back to Norman again. Dr. Allen informed Norman and his parents the incredible story and he had confirmed from many cases in the past during his career in past life regression. Of all the cases he had recorded, Norman's was by far the most interesting and the details were the most explicit he has ever heard about. When Norman went home, his parents wanted to share the news with their neighbors about their son. 
They wanted to prove to them about Earth and his incredible story of his past life. But the people of Planet Thieves thought this planet never existed and that they were the only ones with life. However, that all changed, when Norman recalled life on Earth through the memories of Jean. Not to mention that but what events took place after death. So when he gathered everyone in his neighborhood, he told the Thebians where he really came from and the matter of how you lived your life will affect your afterlife. Norman pointed towards the sky and said, I learned that Thebes is similar to Earth because they are less in planets. The elders didn't like calling it a prison planet as it sounded negative. However, there will be lessons for us to learn in order to raise up our awareness. Some of these tests and challenges can be brutal but we have to reach our goal. Self-realization, a matter of attaining a peace within ourselves. The more we beat these tests, the higher we will rise in our consciousness. Then someone in the audience asked, Did you see God? Norman, told him, I didn't see or hear any mention about God, but the guides told me that he was called the Universal Architect. He's an in charge of our afterlife processing. He issues new lessons from recycled incarnations. He remains a mystery. That evening, Norman was laying on his bed, pondering about the life of this world and who was the Universal Architect. What will come of my future, will I pass my mission? Soon, I hope and hopefully, I will get to see who this Universal Architect really is. As his curiosity grew, Norman got up and left his house. Is this all real? Norman said, as he looked at his hands. He got inside his car and began to drive. I'm going to find out what my guides were talking about our programs. I'll see what's really going on here, he said, as he drove off into the distance. As he sped down the highway, his spirit guide looked on at, shaking his head, Okay, Norman, we're on to you. What more chilling revelations will Norman find out about his past life? Will he continue to do his mission in his newly reincarnated life? Find out on Stories Out of This World. Thank you.